We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Friday fun day for the books. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Heidi's podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey and Craig, and we are so excited to welcome in Patrick Brown to the panel. Hi. Welcome, Patrick. Patrick, before we get it. started, can you tell us it. about your tour? My tour? Your stand-up tour that <laughs> kicks off next week, I believe? I, uh, it, it's, well, things have been delayed a little bit because next week is Meredith, my wife's birthday. So we've, we've got the birthday week celebration, um, but uh, still looking for that first club to actually accept <laughs> my audition tapes. So uh, if you're out there and you're watching, um, would love to, to do, I've got, you know, got the Seinfeld Lego set at my desk, so. I'm working on the stand. You have a Seinfeld we're a little, Lego set. Heck yeah, and the office. See, it's funny you brought up birthdays. Oh, God, here oh, we no. go. Oh, no. Here we go. Because my son is blaming me for ruining his birthday. Oh, that's ridiculous. I didn't even know it was today. <laughs> there, can we get like a boo sound effect? We really, we really, yeah, we really need that. We need a booing. Okay, there's going to be a lot of dad jokes um, in this. And we trust Max more than FOJ, no, by the way. FOJ. Fosh. Isn't it Fosh? Yeah. Does we say Fosh? We don't say F O J. Fosh. Fosh. So PD. Yes. Next week. Um, well, actually, earlier this summer, I took a week off and took the kids to Legoland in Chandler. Yes. It's crazy how busy it is. Yes. People are lined up for blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be the entire show. Hey, you show the people what you brought with you today? Which, which, well, uh, the dad jokes, okay. the dad jokes. Well, so Craig warned me to come prepared. So <laughs> hold it up. Let him see. I, he brought I, two books. I came prepared. Two dad two joke prepared. books. What can I say? This is going to, oh my oh, God. No. Some of these are better than others, but, uh, <laughs> we might get there. Yeah, we'll get there uh, for sure. We gotta learn about Patrick yeah, Brown. Yeah, a little bio on Patrick Brown. So 
Go. Summarize your entire life. 60 seconds starts. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I am a product of the Midwest. Thank through goodness. And yeah. through. There's three of us here that can attest to that. Born in Detroit. Uh, my dad got transferred to Chicago Thankfully. when I was a kid. So grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. Naperville is the specific suburb. And then uh, went to college in Iowa. Iowa State University. Go Cyclones. In Ames. Not beautiful, the Hawkeyes. Beautiful Ames. Not the Hawkeyes. Not Iowa City. Ames. Ames. Ames, Ames. Iowa. Um, and uh, the Cyclones. By the way, it's a, it's a good football program. It's got a good basketball. Bas- basketball's always good. been the thing. Football's yeah. been on the up and up the last decade or so. Matt Campbell doing good things. Could be talking about that conference a lot more in the coming years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, we'll see. If we'll see. ASU and U of A make the jump, right? That'll be you fun. think so? Is that a thing, <laughs> buddy? Can... I don't know. I follow hockey. I don't. The rest of it. Okay. Who cares? HK. Sorry, uh, Toe Tree and Chain. Okay, yeah, carry, sorry. carry on your bio. Oh. So, Iowa. I've taken you off the rails yeah. and we're like two minutes. No, it's going to happen 20 more times. But it's, <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, no, went to Iowa State College, J School, um, majored in journalism, minor in general business because, well, I started out majoring in finance. Oh, wow. And after taking almost two years of business courses, I said, nah, <laughs> no, not for me. Got that but, I, but I had enough. Um, to at that point, you were going to be an accountant. Uh, well, finance. Yeah, finance. it wasn't accounting. It was finance. Finance. Was just, yeah, I don't know. But I started working for the school paper, and just fell in love with it. Wow. Covered uh, women's basketball. Bill Fennelly out there. He's an institution in Ames with the women's basketball program, and unbelievable guy. Taught me so much, and obviously, I was just a reporter. Um, and I fell in love with it. Got lucky enough to intern with MLB.com in Seattle with the Mariners. Um, one summer spent in Tacoma, and then the uh, next summer spent in the Bigs. I got called up, so spent it uh, with the Mariners, and then yeah, graduated. No journalism jobs to be found in yeah. December of two thousand seven. Something's never changed. Yeah. <laughs> so from there, I jumped into the world of business and did like IT ish stuff, all the while continuing to blog to. Write, cover sports for free, I all could. on your own. I freelanced with MLB.com for a okay. while too. Um, did minor league notebooks for the Northwest League, the Pioneer League, things sure. like that. Um, waiting for my chance, and came to Phoenix almost ten years ago, July 2014. Why? Um, my wife, who was just my girlfriend at the time, uh, we were doing long distance. We had met in Chicago. She's a pastry chef, an amazing. Amazing Ooh, chef. I did not know this. Oh, yeah. I, did you oh, guys yeah. see any trays coming? So if you're... <laughs> yeah, where is where's the pastry? Come on, the Literally proof is... <laughs> okay, so she, uh, she's, she's not still a pastry chef. Well, she's she's with our, the kids now. Yeah, um, it's a pastry chef, always a pastry chef. But yeah, she I know. Was, oh, that's... She's an incredible pastry chef. Yep. Um, she was actually executive pastry chef at Scottsdale National Golf Course here. No way. Um, which is owned by Bob Parsons. Wow. Um, so when we had Ozzy, our oldest, who's now five and a half, um, he was born. He had a rare condition called craniosynostosis. Don't need to go into it, but long story short, had brain surgery at Phoenix Children's oh Hospital. Oh Phoenix gosh. Children's is very, very near and dear to my heart because of how they treated us. He was only four months old when it oh. happened. Um, he's fine. He's great. He's a perfectly normal, crazy, crazy, crazy <laughs> five-year-old, and he's probably watching. So love you, Oz. Um, but uh, when that all went down, um, we 
wanted the opportunity, hopefully for you know Meredith to stay because it was hard. It was hard on all of us. Yeah. So she did, um, and that's when she kind of left the formal profession. But let me tell you, she still just yeah, she it's, can it's do it. Unbelievable. Um, her biscotti, next Ooh. level. Her spaghetti carbonara, next. Wow. Oh my gosh. Level. Um, and oh, the I, list goes on and on. Like hmm. I said, the, the proof is is <laughs> in me. Um, but uh, yeah, so been here. But how hockey then? Hmm? How hockey? I didn't hear hockey once in that whole resume. Well, I mean, I've always been a hockey fan. I, yeah, it might be a sin. It's probably a sin to say this. Uh, but grew up a Red Wings fan. Yeah, not in. Don't say that. I here. thought you were gonna say Blackhawks, and I was like, no, no I, I grew up a Red Wings fan in it's Chicago, worse. which was brutal. Red Wings is terrible we have, here Red, in we have a Red Wings fan in our in our chat. Yeah, um, it was yeah. brutal growing up a Red Wings fan in Chicago. Major. But it really, honestly, it turned my love on for the game because a I could only watch games when they were on ESPN. I didn't. There was no. Yeah anything like we have right yeah. now. So just the nationally televised games or I couldn't even watch them when they were in Chicago. Yeah. Because the games were blacked, blacked out. out yeah. <laughs> Dollar bill works. Didn't want them on yeah. TV. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it just, it became my favorite sport instantly. It was always outside playing cul-de-sac, driveway, whatever. Um, I was a goalie. Not nearly as good as Craig. Come on. I was a goalie. How does this always happen? <laughs> yeah. How does this always happen? <laughs> yeah, it's unreal. Surround yourself with Because they are the smartest people yeah, in hockey. Yeah, usually the best people the in life. A little bit crazy, yeah. too. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit crazy, but <laughs> really. Oh I, I got a good question about the journalism path that you had to take. And, yeah. and we talked about this with Craig, too, because it's hard. It's a hard, hard business. It really is hard. And I work with a bunch of kids that went to the J school here, and it's hard. Yeah. It's a hard way to make a living. If you had to give advice to somebody right now that's coming out of the journalism school, what's your best advice for somebody that's just trying to get into this business? It's so cliche, but you got to just stick with it. I mean, I'm I'm literally proof of that, right? 13 years it took me of just hammering out whatever I could do, writing for whoever would let me write for them. Um, whether I was paid or not or whatever, uh, that's what I did. And actually what led me to the Coyotes was you worked for free um, well, <laughs> never mind no not, no i didn't say that coyotes it was no 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 um <laughs> at i worked for this blog the hockey writers yeah. i i owe them so much because of the opportunity they gave me where i started i actually started working writing for them about the red wings and an opportunity came up to get credentialed at gila and so i applied first through the hockey writers they approved me based on you know, previous writing and stuff. And then our credential manager reached out to Rich Nairn, my boss. Um, and they ended up credentialing me. So I spent the year uh, covering the team. For the hockey writers, yeah. For not a whole lot. Yeah. You know, it's a blog. and, yeah. and um, But you put in the work. And again, major, all the credit goes to my wife, who I was working, getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, working my day job from home, doing everything. And then I'd go to games, every single home game I'd go to at night. That's where we met. Actually, we met the first time I met you was uh, the first story I covered was the hockey internship, the very first one they did with Nathaniel and Dante. Hmm. And I remember being all intimidated um, in the green room there, not the green room, but the press room at Gila, um, sitting like right behind you. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> and Craig Morgan, if that gives you nerves, buddy, we're in trouble. Well, it's <laughs> look at me now. Craig is this show over yet? Is this show over yet? Intimidating Craig. It was Craig just, is intimidating. 
bed eating. It was, uh, it, it was. When you first. <laughs> just look it. at that stare. Tell me, tell me to be quiet over there. Look at that stare. <laughs> no, this is like, it, it, it's amazing Jacob, to hear. But it is amazing. Like, but that's what I was just talking to. The, I was talking to people here in the office today. Find what you love to do and that's then it. find a way to make money doing it. And, and what you did. And Meredith repeats this all the time because I, I do suffer from imposter syndrome every now and then. Um, I would say, and feeling like I just got lucky at times. And um, she reminds me, and, and I think these are words to, to live by. Luck is, well, like good fortune is when preparation meets opportunity. You create your own luck. Luck comes to those who are best prepared. And That's that I, I spent a decade plus preparing for a shot, finally got a shot, and was lucky enough to now literally be working my dream job and is it when you work so for lucky. the team though and, and just when you're on the outside working the hockey writers or is an yeah. independent writer and now you're working for the team does it change your perspective on how you write what you write when you write uh i there are certain things that I, I don't think i'd ever waver on in terms of obviously accuracy and things like that but um you know it's i, I am a team employee i'm not an independent journalist or anything like that so i think it, it's certainly a matter of perspective there um but i I'm so proud to do what I do. I'm so proud to work for this organization. Um, obviously, you know, there are times where this organization takes flack for whatever reason. And it's just, and Craig and I talk about it frequently. It's people not knowing. It's people not doing research. Mm -hmm. It's people, I don't know. It's just people being stupid. Um, I am so proud to work for this organization. I am so proud uh, to be, you know, colleagues with all of my colleagues, everybody I sit by, everybody on the PR team. Um, and, and beyond. So I'm just incredibly lucky, happy, happy to be here and happy to be, you know, covering hockey and literally working my dream job. It, uh, so long winded answer to your really simple question, stick with it. When you don't think anybody's listening, somebody might be, when you don't think anybody's reading, somebody might be, um, which could be a good and bad thing, but <laughs> <laughs> stick with it. And when that opportunity comes, you'll be ready. I love that. Um, what was something your first season with the team that like maybe it surprised you or you learned or was just like not oh what you expected? Um, this is going to sound really cliche, but just how down to earth the entire team is. Like people don't necessarily realize and, and it's cliche, but they're just people and they're really, really good. Like, I think maybe the some of the things that have caught me off guard the most is like the personal relationships that I have fostered with some of the players and front office and staff and everybody from top to bottom. Even um, Jimmy O'Neill? <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. Especially <laughs> Griff. Especially yeah, Griff. Jimmy O'Neill. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Um, no, if you but, know, you know. No, but, it's, but it is. And that, but you say that about, and you've covered other sports who hockey's just different. Yeah. Hockey players Completely. are different. Absolutely. And it's, um, I had, mm. when I was in Seattle, I had a, there were times I was rough. It was rough being the new guy. Kind of cool overlap when I was in Seattle. You know who was on the team? Willie Bloomquist. Nice. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. That was pretty Arizona cool. Ties. I, uh, I did a story then. Uh, and so Arizona State and Michigan were playing in the College World Series. And Willie Bloomquist and J.J. Putz were on that Mariners team. J.J. Putz obviously went to Michigan. Obviously, Willie Bloomquist went to ASU. So that was kind of a fun little story that cool. I did on the College World Series. And um, and I, f I forgot where we were going. I took us off the rails. But what was the question? 
I, I, yeah. I just wanted to say that the players were down to earth, and you oh, yeah. see that, that in some sports, they're, I'm not saying that they're not, oh, but no. hockey players are. A hundred percent. And you see that at every level almost, I'd say, too. Like, you've got uh, Logan Cooley's just as down to earth as Clayton Keller. Like mm-hmm. the there's you don't see a whole lot of ego there. It's cool seeing even at every level that you see, they're a team. They're respectful. They're they're great to work with. No, I completely agree. Having covered all the sports, it's the it's the easiest from that perspective. It's easiest to get access to yeah. the players. They're just they're it, open. It, and it's funny that you said that because yesterday Troy Stetcher was on our show, yep. and one of the things he said was like out of, out of all the teams he's been a part of. This is the one that feels most like a team, the least individual minded group of people that he's ever been a part of on a team with. So I think what, you know, you said kind of speaks to that as well. Yeah. Just look at Bugstad and Stetcher coming back. Yeah. Right. You get traded in March and you come back to a team that is rebuilding. And that speaks volumes and and you know we all know your love affair with Bugstad and, and <laughs> it's all true understandably so um but uh it, awkward last week but <laughs> a little bit awkward <laughs> um but that's that just speaks volumes to especially what this team has in the locker room and it's not just the players right who who do they cite bear yeah. Andre Torini and the culture right. that been with you he <laughs> incredible yeah my so my first story um, my first assignment when I started working for the Coyotes was the draft in Montreal last year in 2022. And I was brand new to the organization. They had just moved from Gila. So I like they were still moving into the office uh, where we are now and um, didn't know anybody except for Rich and you know Luke Johns and, and a few Doug and a few people. And, right. Um, I'm sitting in the lobby of the hotel in Montreal, not knowing a soul. And mind you, I had covered the team the year before for the hockey writers, but I hadn't been introduced formally, really, except for via email to the players, the coaching staff, everybody. And I'm sitting in the lobby, and I will never, ever forget this. Out of nowhere, a booming voice from the other side of the lobby is, Patrick, welcome. It was Bear Hmm. calling me out from the other side of the lobby of the hotel, comes up, comes and shakes my hand, says, welcome to the team. We're so happy to have you. And that's how my employment at the Coyotes began that's one of the first memories i have and that's how he's been with me but that just shows since. that he we talk about it here what he's an influence he's had on the players in the organization but it's it's good to hear those stories because it lets you know it's real it, it's not made <laughs> up it's not done for the media that's really who he is it, it's like one of the most genuine caring just awesome individuals out yeah. there and that is the culture that he's fostering and that's why players want to come play here and, you know, like I'll keep saying it from top to bottom, it's genuine and I'm proud to be a part of it. That's awesome. And then right. one one of your other earliest memories was running into me, Craig yeah. and Jacob walking into and out of a bar in Montreal after <laughs> Jacob and Craig and I finally made it after 27 hours. You guys went to a bar? We did. Oh, nice it surprise was, face. We had a good time in Montreal once we got there. Well, Winston Churchill's, I think. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a lovely yeah. spot down on Catherine Street. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Love that's it right. there. That's right. The Ziggy's, you just missed Ziggy's, and I, I can't believe you didn't get to go to Ziggy's. That's right. That's right. Next time. We're, we're, we're far too serious here. I want to talk about minivans. Um, <laughs> so it happened. Yeah, it happened. It's there now. Patrick is the proud owner of a. a what type of minivan? <laughs> the, For my family, the appropriately named Kia Carnival. 
Oh appropriately named. And you bought it on purpose? It was it <laughs> wasn't <laughs> intentional. Was it like you inherited it or it's given to you? Look. It's you bought it? I I have fully embraced it at this point. It was hard. It was it was a hard thing to come around to, but look, we got three kids, five and under, <laughs> including a six month buddy. And we're we heard about our right OG now. sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um and so we, how much did you wrestle with that decision? Am I really <laughs> Taking it, this turn, you, there's really no turning back after you drive a minivan. No, no, <laughs> manhood is gone. It's it's gone, and I'm okay with it. I'm embracing it. Um, it it's it's a great car for what it's worth. It's a great car. Um, it my wife will be driving it, and in fact, we were laughing because she's like, "Will you ever drive it?" Or like, when we go anywhere, will you be riding shotgun? And I said, "I'll, I'll drive it." It it's a really really nice car. Okay. Yeah, sure. With a disguise. Patrick rolling yeah. up to the first Coyotes game of the season in the minivan. Like, way back. <laughs> like, you know how they do the player walk-ins, but it's the drive-in right. of Patrick in the van. This is just, the way I look at it, it's a long-term, like, prank or trolling for, for Ozzy. Because in 11 years, oh, when he can drive, he's, driving to he's, school. he's gonna be driving the minivan. Oh, so so this is, this is the long game. This I like the long that, game. actually. That, that helps sell it for me. That is yeah oh my gosh patrick did you bring some books today i think you showed us some books yeah, i did um, where did this start <laughs> where did this start like and, and by the way i don't think people understand how equipped you come with dad jokes literally every waking moment you have <laughs> like every be. time i see you you've got a few queued up for me and um, sometimes i don't know they're coming because there's, <laughs> there's the best part the, like some of pd's approaches off the air before we start today where he'd l just lay something out and I, I thought it was a legitimate question and then it, it is oh, I walked right into that well that's the best part and i couldn't even pinpoint where it started except it's always been there even I've before always, you were dead oh long before <laughs> really long before <laughs> elementary school i remember um uh, i grew up catholic my dad's a deacon and so we were very involved in the church and um, I remember uh, Father Frank, God rest his soul, uh, he and I would always have jokes ready for each other. Always, 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 always. And when you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's that's where it started. I've always, look, um, there are enough jerks in this world, right? There's there's plenty of them. They're out there. We, we drive next to them on the highway you every day. You see them on Twitter when you tweet about the coyotes? <laughs> there's, there's one or two. Um, and I don't want to be one of them. I yeah. like making people laugh. I like yeah. I like keeping it light and and laughter is the best medicine. And so I, I it's just I've always liked people making people laugh. So I've I've been stocking the arsenal of dad jokes for right. a while. But you know what else is really bad though? Because we felt this at, at the um when Craig and I went to uh the red and white scrimmage uh, at for the development oh, camp yeah. just a few weeks ago. Matt McConnell. Black and white scrimmage. The black and white? Was it not red and white? Black and white? <laughs> Definitely not red. Black and white? Oh, it's not. We're past that now? The, the black and white scrimmage? It used to be red and white. I know. I saw it. It was close. But Matt McConnell. <laughs> how bad was Matt McConnell? Oh, man. He was horrifically bad. Yeah, he was trying. Bad jokes. He was trying so bad to be punny, and he just could not do it. I will say this, though. Your influence has rubbed off on us, because you've heard when, we, when Craig booked you for the show, we started our new segment the next day to be Wednesday uh, Dad Joke Day. So every Wednesday now, it's because of you that we started Dad Joke Wednesdays. And it's I tell you what it is, I know they're awful. And and it's so <laughs> funny. But, but but when they, we would just wait till the chat jumps in with theirs. Like it is, it just, it's funny that they're not funny. Yep. To your point too about Maddie, Matt McConnell, um, 
Leah, I want to go back to the question about what surprised me the most because they fit into that family too with Matt and yeah. Tyson and Heater and Lindsay and Luke Lipinski and uh, it's <sighs> such a tight knit group yeah. and uh, and and that's one of the coolest yeah. things. Matt, he'll come back from road trips and he'll just have the jokes ready to go, <laughs> and I have and and sometimes he'll play the long game and I don't even realize I'm walking into it until I've gone. Face planted, right in it. Face first, and like, that doesn't even like Matt is infamous for bus tunes too. That <laughs> when, when you travel, uh, the media oh. media get on a separate bus from the players to get to the hotel, and he'll he'll often theme it for the city that you're in. He'll find, but he'll yeah. find artists where you're like, wow, I didn't know that band was from Chicago. Uh, I'm from Chicago. So. I will so, also say that those tunes almost created a uh, a fight on the oh, side of the road, but that's yeah. a. Yeah, yep. Well, I, I gotta give story. gotta give Maddie props with one because they just come back from Colorado, and he starts telling me how he, he comes up. He goes, you know, it's the craziest thing. They only had one Zamboni in Colorado. I've never seen it before, and he had me hook, line, and sinker right there. I was like, what? How did they? What was it like in between periods? Was and I'm like asking him all these questions, and he's just trying to get to the damn punchline <laughs> where he's like, no, it was stolen. They were looking for it, but don't worry. That Zamboni will resurface soon. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was great. It was great. Oh, so, my gosh. Um, it's good stuff. Before we get move on to some hockey-specific talk. Hockey? Hockey. Um, <laughs> everyone give me a dad joke, and then we'll we'll just transition every segment. With, so, PD, I'm going to throw well, it to you. I, I used to have a problem. I was addicted to the hokey pokey. No, oh, I know this but I turned myself around. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick, I know this one. <laughs> Patrick, what That's do you got? One. That's a good one. one. Oh, man, so many. Um, all right, I'm going to go with a knock-knock joke. Okay. Okay. Who, um, well, knock-knock. Who's, Who's there? A little old lady. Little, little old, old lady, lady who? who? You can yodel. <laughs> <laughs> boy, Craig, oh, boy. you have any on deck? Or? Did you go? guys know that French fries actually aren't cooked in France? They're cooked in Greece. Yeah. And by one, the way, somehow that fit Craig so well. I like it. <laughs> Whoever stole my antidepressant <laughs> medicine, I hope you're happy now. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh, that's a good boy. one. There's, there's are, the, are they coming uh, in on the screen yet? Somebody, somebody at the office stole my copy of Microsoft Office, but I'll find them. You have my word. <laughs> Wait, okay, David, I told my wife to embrace her mistakes. She gave me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ouch. Oh my God. Oh, we're do Tim, why does oh, the Norwegian Navy put barcodes on their boats so they can Scandinavian? <laughs> Those are good. Scandinavian. Scandinavian. That's awesome. I like it. Keep them coming in the chat. We'll continue to read dad jokes as we go along here. Is um, that a joke? Patrick is a gem? No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm I'm breaking my number one rule today, by the way, which is What's that? you know, Doug Cannon is nice enough to put me on the radio for yes. admissions. I've got a face for radio. You do. I am breaking my number one rule today. So appreciate it. By, by the way, you are very on. good at that. Uh, and I they do listen to you sometimes when I'm late for work on the intermission uh recaps. I do. You oh, and Luke. Man. It's you I mean, and Luke. Everybody, whether it's, program, whether Luke it's Lipinski. Luke, whether it's Heater, Bob Heathouse. Heater. Uh, there is no nicer man in hockey than Bob Hedos. And I will say Doug Cannon is not that nice, so you don't have to <laughs> if say If you say that, so. I will fight you because Bob Hedos is the nicest guy in hockey. Oh he God, is an unbelievable human being. It, what a kind, sad. kind man. And they make it easy. Yeah. They make it easy. He's That's gracious. He's good. All professional. Like everybody's 
they're consummate professionals. Yeah. Everybody on That's the cool. podcast team. So oh, it's cool stuff. Sorry, I keep derailing. No, you're no, good. I feel like you're trying Buddy, to no, redo. Do you think there's a plan here? There's no plan. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, we are. It is the ultimate fi- Friday fun day. PD is drinking a kilt lifter. I am. I'm drinking a wow that I had to oh, bring. Wow, I didn't even see you do that. Wow. That see what I, I do? That? It just automatically <laughs> say wow. It does. I, I had to bring this from home because the wow, go, like everyone drinks the wow so quick in our office. I literally brought this. From home, um, we love Four Peaks here at PHNX, and you can buy Four Peaks wherever you buy your beer, or check out the A Street Pub. Uh, there is a Women's World Cup watch party tonight yep. at the A Street Pub, and pub. it is completely sold out. So Done. nice, you snooze, you lose. Next time, make sure you RSVP. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. <laughs> Patrick, we were watching golf a little uh, when you came in, and you were talking about getting out on the golf course. Um, What would he wear, though? We have an amazing golf sponsor here at PHNX, Pins and Aces. Um, They have great golf apparel. Like, amazing. Comfortable. We had a golf tournament, and we got personalized um, polos with our little When you say we, you mean you. Logo on it. Um, And they have some other great items such as a beer sleeve that keeps your beer cold in your golf bag which i Come mean on, you gotta have that it's at 118 100 i'll test it at 118 we'll see yeah. like even if you go at 6 a.m it's 105 degrees um but we love our friends at pins and aces so you can check out pinsandaces.com and use code phnx to receive 15 percent off your first order and get free shipping that's pinsandaces.com i would like to say this to caleb because Caleb's listening to talking right now, and Caleb usually giving it to me. By the way, yeah. big fight with Caleb in the Discord the other day about spelling. <laughs> oh like, yeah, that was so spelling funny. for Christ's sake! Dying. Like really, we care about spelling. I do, Caleb. You guys all do. I know you're journalists. I, I clearly don't care. My mom is being a teacher. Aside, but you see what Caleb said? I I saw. Patrick is easily top five best looking on the podcast. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Uh, top five. <laughs> I'm so, you know how happy that makes me. Caleb, Caleb, Caleb gives five. it to me. Yeah, all the like. Caleb but, is my nemesis. It's like you know Batman nemesis. and the Joker. Ooh. Yeah, it's like that. It's like that kind of relationship. It's like you need each other to to coexist, <laughs> but it's just kind of like, like yeah. this is yep. this is my the, foil. This is go. my eternal optimist. Caleb could have gone top ten. He <laughs> yeah. yeah, Caleb went top yeah. five, Caleb and, and I give it to him for the spelling. Caleb, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. Um, I appreciate Jacob, you. can you star the dad jokes that are coming through, and we'll go back and read some of them. Um, I want. I do want to. There was a topic that I wanted to broach <laughs> with everyone, and to get us a little bit on rails. Um, and so the NBA announced an in-season tournament. Yes, and. I think this past week, Bill Daly said the NHL is not doing that. But for the sake of today's conversation, I would like the four of us to imagine what an NHL in-season tournament could look like. First of all, if you like this idea, if you think it's stupid, um, what it would look like in the NHL. So I'll just open up the floor well, laid out for, for this debate. For viewers first who may not know what the yes, NBA in-season tournament looks like. Great yeah. point. So the NBA is doing an in-season tournament in which they put... I won't even explain how the groups were made because I didn't even fully understand, but it's going to be like a round robin sort of thing. Yep. The people who win are going to move on and they all of these games count as regular season games. Like this is not an extra thing. These are all games that count. Just how many like, pools are there? Uh, I think there's six. Okay. Yes. Three in each um, conference. Okay. Um, and they play each other and then there'll be a championship game once the winners, you know, are are revealed. And then that championship game does not count for 
a oh regular boy. season win or loss, but you win a trophy and there's awards and prizes. So the players on the team that lose in the quarterfinals all get 50 grand players okay. on a team that lose money. in the semifinals get a hundred grand players on a team that lose in the championship get 200 and players on the winning championship team get 500 K. Um, so there is um, a monetary, I guess, but all the other prize. games count as regular season. Every games. Every other game counts except the championship. Except the championship. Except the championship. So yeah. I'm going to right out of the gate and say, wait till someone gets hurt in the championship game. That doesn't count for anything. Yeah. That's true. Wait till somebody gets hurt in a championship game that doesn't count for so anything. This is kind of a soccer model, right? They, yeah. they do these sorts of things. And, and listen, when we were kids, we were playing hockey. You might have been playing in a league, but you had tournaments that you still played in during the course of a season. So it's fun. I don't know. What do you guys think? Everybody loves to adopt this. Everybody loves to play for something, right? I mean, that's why the tax slayer bowl exists. And it, and, it, well, yeah. it's going to generate revenue for the league, obviously. Um, it's also going to generate interest for the league, which is also a good thing. And maybe it breaks up just the mundane nature the of the regular monotony season. when you get yeah. to the middle of the season like i don't know i mean we've struggled we've struggled sometimes like when we're on game 36 and you're looking at the punch card of the rest of the games and you're thinking oh my gosh especially with this the last few years this it was more of a tank mentality it would have been fun i don't know do i think? think it would have been fun but i also get the point like roaring fork in the comments imagine keller getting hurt in a yeah, mid-season turn that's just it i completely but agree with regular that. season games it doesn't matter right? play those games you're anyway. still playing yeah you're playing those well, games well anyway. i guess the so, championship what about the yeah, championship game the one game for anything though um i i might be in the minority here it feels gimmicky to me it feels a little gimmicky, and I I know like the soccer model EP in the EPL Premier League and everything else, and they've got all that, so that's all well and good, um, and, and I think it would be fun, but at the same time, uh, it just to me it feels a little gimmicky, and I don't feel like we're missing out. I don't feel like the NHL is missing out on any sort of midseason tournament because to me the playoffs are it. There yeah. is nothing. Yeah. There is nothing yeah, the like the NHL playoffs. The trophy for this midseason yeah. tournament is meeting. Yeah, no, no one skate no around. Maybe you just get rings for the fucking summer, summer league. league. <laughs> like really? Yeah. So I, I'm agree with Pat. HK. Like yeah. who cares? Like really? Yeah. Really? Here, we're gonna do this in the middle of the season, and we're all gonna be. Ooh, the only thing that makes the players care a little bit is five hundred grand. But really, you know what? NHL players rather take the day off. Oh shit, I don't have to practice. I don't have to go fly to Chicago for that game today. They'd rather do that than the five hundred k. Could this be this potentially cut down on travel though? If you're like in a no. pod of geographic. Well, that's pod. just they'll change the whole goddamn schedule then. Yeah, do what you said and play in your geographic area. Why would the Coyotes play? In the Central Division when they're four hours from Las Vegas by car. That's just dumb. Yep. So why don't we just realign the whole thing? Then oh, buddy. now real don't get me now started on regular season that. games. Regular season games matter. Yeah. And now regular season games are against your your little geographic area and they become more important. Now you got rivalries. I, I no. I might have no. to do another realignment story. I think just I do know. one every summer. The the one thing I did like this is Kind of a curveball, but as opposed to an in-season tournament, I thought during the COVID season when they had the like yes. home and homes or like you know how they kind of yes. made the team the series that was fun. Yes. That'll create rivalries yes. in a hurry. It will again. You know, what's interesting? Cut the, down on travel. Cut down on cost. At the ownership level, they they didn't want that because they thought they wouldn't sell tickets to that you know that second. Oh, you playing that St. Louis? Uh, we played St. Kyrie's played St. Louis seven straight <laughs> times. Great series by the, by the end way. Of it, it, was, it was fire by yes. the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't I totally agree more. Disagree with anybody who says that's a bad idea. It cuts down on travel for yes. the players. 
first and foremost, that physically, should be, yep, that should be wear uh, and tear on yeah, the players, cost the yep. for the owners. I think it, you, you look at it separated by a day. You don't have to do back to backs. I understand the the, the, the ramifications of back to backs, but two nights in a hotel is cheaper than one night on a plane. It just is. And so, the, you want to play Thursday, Saturday, or Wednesday, Friday in Anaheim? Hell yes! Yeah. And then fly back here and play on Sunday in Arizona. Three straight games. Uh, absolutely, they should be doing that. And these are things that I think would raise interest, that would still keep the the integrity of the regular season intact, and we yeah. wouldn't have to have the gimmicky things, but still make sense to the player, to the owner, and I think it's great for the fan. And I, I like what I like what Roaring Fork said as well, because if you're looking for a tournament midseason. <laughs> Watch yeah. the World Junior. Yeah. Watch, World Watch Juniors. the World Junior. Yeah. And Joel said the Olympics too. Yeah, the, absolutely. Yeah, years, we got to wait for you. But yeah. watch the World Juniors. Best that's hockey a great in the call. world. If, that's if my that's favorite tournament all time. For, uh, and I mean, come yes. on, how much fun was was it watching Dylan Gunther score the golden yes. goal well, to yeah. win it all for Team Game? Not that great. Here's what <laughs> I'll say about this. Sorry, awesome. Sorry Dylan. Awesome. It was USA. amazing. USA. <laughs> so, anyways, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're buddy. That's Stop the, apologizing for everything you do. <laughs> interrupt him. You're part of the show he today. He interrupts all of us. You're all part the time. of the show yeah, today. He does interrupt all of us. Yes. So. <laughs> so, I interrupt here's guests. what I'll say about the in-season tournament. I, I give the NBA more credit than any other league in North America for experimenting. I for think trying. I think yep. they're the most innovative league in North American Fair. professional sports. They may scrap this if it doesn't succeed. Sure. But what if it becomes popular? What if yeah. people like it? Yep. What if it gets ratings and generates revenue? Well, merchandise then, and then sales they, they and TV ratings. You're right. Yeah. So we'll see. You're oh right. Do gosh. I think it's meaningful in any way? No. Okay. The, the trophy's stupid. But you're right. I have to read this comment from Brady, though. So he said, I think it would be cool for hockey. Play something worthwhile on it. Say the teams that suck. Bottom four teams have to play a mini tournament at the end of the season. Winner gets the first overall pick. But, Love oh, that. That's so like a it. modified goal Caleb, plan there. Yeah. That's pretty. Shane Doan brought that up before, too. Once yeah. you're eliminated from the playoffs, the you start counting points. Or you got to play in a tournament and you have to win the tournament to win the player. Absolutely agree. Yeah, that's intriguing. absolutely agree. So make a playoffs. All the teams that are in the playoffs are playing for the Stanley Cup. All the guys that are out of it are playing for Connor Bedard. Here's, here's, here's the problem with that. I know. Then the middle teams win no, and the no, teams no. that like, are truly bad never get better. If you're truly a really bad team, you're not going to win that tournament right. either. And you're the team that needs that player right. the most. So anyway. Or you don't trade half your roster away. You don't try to tank and have a shitty team so you yeah. can get Connor Bedard. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Ozzy, Chicago? don't repeat half the words that people Oh, oh my God. Saying, I forgot. Way, his kid's you. listening. Family show today, buddy. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my Sorry. gosh. Um, I, we have a guy, Dan. Dan. Dan B. listens to the show. And we I usually tell him because he listens to this on audio on, on his way to car. school. So I have to tell him, time to turn the radio down. So sorry, Dan. Sometimes <laughs> just, they get fired just, up. Just say Ozzy earmuffs. Yeah, um, earmuffs. Um, I just get a little fired up. on the playing round for playoffs. I it's look you're expanding mm -hmm. it, it's almost diluted I don't I don't mean to, to but when you see what does the regular season mean and then maybe the regular season should mean less I don't know maybe it should mean more um, but I'm not a big playing round mm -hmm. guy um, just like I feel like eventually college basketball is going to be like just every team goes yeah <laughs> just let them all point. go just there, let them all go yeah, and there are people who believe like. Indiana high school, right? Like, just let everybody And in. the regular season yeah. is already kind of diluted. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but again, we were talking soccer before. You look at how much every single game means in the Premier Something. League because there are no playoffs. Yeah. So uh, I kind of really like just how much regular season games mean because of that. But look, I'm, I'm not. Well, that's it. 
Right. The NBA, it's it. been very successful for the NBA. No, for I'm sure. Surprised and, that the NHL. When you look at baseball, even opposed. expanding the wild card. Yeah, yeah but the wild card in baseball really bothered me because, and I'm a huge baseball fan. But when you have 162 games, and then you you narrow it down to to get into the wild card, and you play one game in the afternoon. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, baseball is the one sport where, because of your pitching rotation, yeah. a head-to-head one game is not fair. Yeah, I think it's you dumb. need to play. You need two out of three. I'm okay with two with out of that. three. Yep. So in hockey, you'd have to. The only thing you'd have to do is, I think you could do a play in, but it have to be two out of three, and you yes. have to give each team an opportunity to play at home. I think you have to. And that the problem with that is, is what you talked about with injuries. The, yeah. the hockey playoffs are. It's a juggernaut. It is. It's incredibly difficult as it is. So I, I don't think they need it. I, I'm in your camp. I don't think they need to expand it. I like the wild card setup now. I do not like that it always has to be Calgary and Edmonton have to play each other. I don't. Do, one plays in in the East and in the West. One plays eight. Two plays seven. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to Giddy know up. your thoughts on, on the playoff seating. Would love to see reseeding. Yeah, would love to see reseeding. Um, but um, I I had a thought. I lost it. Uh, Buddy, you need to have a notebook. You should be, oh. you're a friggin' writer. I remember what I'm going to say. So the hockey season's already crazy long. Yeah. Between the regular season yes. and then the playoff. They're going into June. Sometimes when the Olympics, you're going into mid-June. Mm-hmm. Do we want to make that any longer? These guys get like the least amount of time off compared to any other league already. Do we want to make that any longer? But, you know, my my beer league GM skills Man, I are love questionable. Around that, they did so. it, though. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, back in the Obviously bubble? a lot of fun for the Coyotes. Back in the bubble, that yeah. playing? Oh, because oh. they won? Yeah, yeah, they won. Yeah. It was cool. Was Who called really the offsides against... Oh, never mind. Oh. Nashville. <laughs> Kyle <laughs> Turris. Whoopsie, Kyle. We'll flex. Outside. No, it wasn't me. It was... I know. Griff. Actually, it was Griff. Thanks, Griff. All right. Oh, is that, nice. is that the end of the show? Let's no. talk about rule changes. Yeah. This is an audio podcast. Okay, well, so, so since we're are you all... hurrying, are you hurrying to get me off? Here? No, 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 but no, it, no, we would do when they. It gets, everybody gets a little nervous when they. There's quiet. A, we have something called a show run, PD. I don't know if you're yeah, familiar PD with it. Yeah, PD doesn't. I don't know what that is. We're so, about. so we've been talking about the, the like the play in, and then I'm glad we kind of got on the proposing changes to the structure of things. So I want to know, and this could be as off the wall as you want it to oh, be. Oh boy. All of us. If mm-hmm. you could propose an on ice rule change, and it can be still, it does not have to be serious. What would that rule change be? And if someone has one, I've got one. Okay, I'll, go I'll start. It starts with overtime. Okay. And I, you can keep the three on three because I think that's exciting. There are no whistles in overtime. None. Except for a puck over the glass or a penalty. And here's what you do. Everybody's familiar with um, shinny hockey. So if the goalie covers it, the opponents have to get outside the blue line. The goalie sets it behind his net and you keep playing. There's no line changes. There's no whistle. It keeps going. There are no blue lines. There are no offsides and there is no icing. And let's see some giddy up. You want to see Connor McDavid with no whistles and no blue lines and no offsides? Let's go. You get two on all. The goalie freezes it. There is no whistle. The opponents have to go out beside the, the ref blows the whistle, but the opponents just go up behind the blue line. He sets the puck on the ice and we go. And it's just giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. One, the game will be faster. And I, I could not wait to watch three on three hockey with no whistles and no rules. Let's go. Sounds like arena football there. Can it's fun. The puck the Keep going. Nets? Play it off the net. Yeah. Yep. Play it. Let's go. Play it. Right. Leah. Um, I don't, I, I, mine was going to be overtime related to, but first of all, when you get, so it's three on three, but you know, like when you get a penalty, then it goes to four on three. Yes. Three on two. Three on two. Do Screw it. it. Do Screw it. it. Screw it. The like other that. one that I've heard a lot, which I enjoy, right. it's like five on five, the first minute, four on four, the second minute, Ooh. three on three. And then it keeps dropping down. One on one. Is that a hard, <laughs> like 
cut off that at I don't know. four, I don't know the buzzer. Minutes, I don't, the buzzer. Four minutes, there's a buzzer. Just and you like go youth four hockey, four. the buzzer goes. Yeah. I don't know how that would work, but I've seen that one float around. And by the way, if you have any ideas in the chat, goalie on goalie to end it. Nice. You got to be what was it? Full equipment. Goalie on goalie. Mass still has to be on too. Oh, oh just my stupid. gosh. Uh, my off the wall. Again, I feel like I'm in the minority in this, but I actually think they should stop allowing teams to ice the puck while shorthanded. Oh. I think. Whistle and come back? Yeah. Well, like I, I I, think it should be ice if you ice the puck. Um, I forget which league. There's a, a league that I think just not only changed that, but also uh, a team has to play, number one, the entire penalty. Short uh, uh, the entire penalty shorthanded, whether or not the team on the power play score. So it's basically I like, like a major. I like that too. That's um, one of the things that I would love to see. When and then change? the other the other interesting rule change I saw in that league, it's like the Champions Hockey League or something like that. But um, uh, if the team scores shorthanded, the penalty is over. Love that. Oh. And that's, that's an interesting. I like that too. Because oh, it's like you wall. can win it you back. Should, yeah. You guys should book a trip to New York <laughs> and get a meeting with Gary Bettman because Craig ah. comes up with this stuff all the time that we go, that's we a really him. good idea. We call him. I know. He flexes in the show. So here's the other thing no, before Craig tells his rule change. So what Craig does every day before a show, he changes his contact for his wife to somebody else like Gary Bettman or Javier Gutierrez. And he says, honey, call me at 1105. <laughs> uh, Javier Gutierrez is calling me. And he goes, no, he's not. Gary Bet no, it's not. It's your wife. And we Joe know it. Bidden, yeah. He flexes all the time like that. So anyway, sorry. I all right, you guys took some of mine, but there are a couple that still drive me crazy as a goalie. Get rid of the freaking trapezoid. Yes. Yeah. Get rid of the trapezoid. Yeah. Yes. Let the goalie play the puck wherever the hell he wants yes. to. Don't you want to see Mike Smith doing what he used to do? Yes. And Marty Turco? Yes. Let him get in trouble. Great. Let him get – What I don't understand what the – what what is the downside of that? If you on one end you create more offense for the team that the goalie passes it for because they're skilled, great more offense. If he screws up and has a horrific play, well, that's just damn fun. So yeah. let's get rid of the. Oh, can imagine Karel Vomelka with no oh buddy. Well, maybe if, we should leave it. What if you kept the trapezoid, <laughs> but if the goalie chooses to play the puck outside of the trapezoid, he's fair game. You can hit him. Ooh, light him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, light him up. Suddenly, every player is on board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh I like it. Gosh. The other penalty that drives me crazy, and I get that there are instances where it's delay of game, but the puck, puck over, over the, the glass, glass oh. drives me nuts. Drives go me back nuts. to the old rule. If you deem it intentional, call it. Leave it to yeah, yeah. referee's discretion. But how brutal is referee's discretion, though? We can't get goalie interference yeah, any fair. consistently on goalie interference. Yeah, we don't now know you're what goalie be, interference is. No I, one knows. I, it, it's one of life's great yeah. mysteries. Char Charles <laughs> said, if you score from behind the blue line, it counts for two. A two-pointer. <laughs> like a three-point shot. Bet, like it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, why not? A lot of people echoing the the overtime rules and the, and the penalty rules in the chat as well. Um, so I, I really think we could be on to something here. Um, I, I don't know how it, it would. Clearly. I don't know how it would impact sports betting, though. So that might be a reason <laughs> to not. Let me do throw it. one more out there before we go onto the ad reads and you know continue on this two-hour show that we're <laughs> on pace for now. Jacob's like back there growing. There's no bet like, show at noon. Yeah, we got a chill day today at the PHNX studios. I'm gonna have another beer shortly if we have mad points. I just points. need you out by 12:30. Okay. Standings yeah. points. What's the ideal situation, and do we have it oh, now? Oh, I think you should get three points for a regulation win. 
two points for an overtime or win and one point for a shootout win. And if you lose, you get zero points, whether it's overtime or a shootout. Don't hate it. I have no opinion. I don't know. Bring Never. back the tie. Ooh. Oh, good. Oh, me. Dan agrees with me. Um, or maybe I don't know if I hate Dan loser means points. one for a loss. Hate loser points. I hate loser points. Hate loser points too. Um, and it, and it, you know how it changes games. Like we all play for the play for the tie. The play for yeah. the tie. And you yeah. know how many overtime points like the Coyotes got last season? Imagine if they got zero points for all those. They might have got Connor Bedard. Bedard would yeah. be a Coyote, maybe. Uh, Brady said overtime. You guys are no, banking on lottery luck there. No though. goalies, just six oh. on six. No faceoff. Treat it like basketball. Take it behind goal line and inbound it. Most goals at the end of OT wins. Oh, I don't hate that either. <laughs> Most goals win. <laughs> That's electric. Oh my gosh. This yeah, is awesome. I, I lose her points. I think it becomes a coaching strategy to just make it to overtime, yep. especially on the road. And you take that loser point and you go, okay, let's just let's just play for the time. You don't here. get a reward for losing. Sorry. No reward. Doesn't yeah, that's matter. fair. Yeah, bring out the board like they do in intermission shots, where it's just got the one, the one like slot, slot in it from center. Yes, <laughs> like they, play, yeah, like when they shoot from Chicago with a slide, and you just have a that's your goalie, and if you can make it in there, you win overtime. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't NHL, think bet on that. I don't. Yeah, I don't think you can bet on any of this. I don't think the NHL would go for any of this, but we can dream. That's why we have Friday Fun Day. Um, and if you want to participate in Friday Fun Day, play the Swing for the Fences game on the Bet MGM. You play app. every day. I play every day. So you pick a strike zone, an area of the strike zone. You literally log in. This is a game. You click on the game. You can play it daily. You can get a single, double, triple, or home run or a pop out. Um, so don't get that and receive the prize associated with that type of hit. You, um, and then you use it on any MLB. What bet. does it cost? Nothing. There you go. You just free. get a boost. It's great. Um, any MLB bet and MLB. I mean, that's free boost. That's what there is right now. Also, you can bet on the Women's World Cup. I was watching Team Canada play last night. Um, really, really good game. It was a uh, zero zero tie, but it was a nil nil. What's the score of the soccer game? I'll let me guess. Zero zero. <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use the bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. That's classy right there. This is the effect I have. Stay classy, PHNX. Oh, Oh, boy. Do you need a Tums or are you good? (laughs) Which am I doing? Try and recover from this moment. (laughs) Check out the show notes for full details. And now, listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Oh my god, now I'm crying from laughing. Um, I should go get my Shady Raids and put them on so no one can see me crying. Um, Oh my gosh. I want to be Shady shady Raids on the way in today because it was so sunny. It is sunny all the time here Um, and that's why you need Shady Raids because they're affordable sunglasses and they're incredibly stylish and they have 
tons of different colors and styles, something for you, I promise. And like I mentioned, they're affordable. They're risk-free because if you don't love them, you can return or exchange them free within 30 days. If you want to go try them on in person, you can go to the brick and mortar store at Carolyn Commons. Um, And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Okay, Patrick. So every Friday, we have a few reoccurring segments that we do on the show. Uh, And one thing we like to ask guests that come in is a good road trip story. So we've told crazy one, you know, like, you know, uh, like Craig and my and Jacob's trip to Montreal. Yeah, That's a yeah. tale from the road. Oh, yeah. So anything, it could be a prank story. It can be it's like a crazy travel experience. Just any good tale from the road. We want to hear from you. What's your best tale from the road? It doesn't need to be coyotes. No, or absolutely not. It could be like you're just nope. in life. Okay. So I won't talk about when I ripped my suit pants at the draft, the NHL draft. Oh, I remember now. this. So, you yeah, told that me was, this. That Nashville. was brutal. So we'll leave that for another time. Um, <laughs> because I, I think... I think one of my, it was brutal, man. It was brutal. Um, but I think my favorite travel story actually goes back to my days at Iowa State. Um, went to St. Louis uh, for the uh, College Media Advisors Awards, everything. I was editor-in-chief of the Daily, so we went um, for that. And it just happened to coincide in 2006 with the Detroit Tigers-St. Louis Cardinals World Series. No. Good for you. And uh, total fluke, obviously, because these things are planned years in advance. And you're a sports guy. So, um, And I'm a Tigers fan. Buddy. Right? So I, we, we, we drive to St. Louis. We get there. Game that night. They were playing in St. Louis. Series was tied 1-1. Game that night was rained out. Um, get into the hotel. And I, I like we put our stuff. It was a crazy stressful drive. Storms the whole way from Ames all the way to St. Louis. Just really, really stressful. I'm at my wits end. I get into the hotel, hungry, decide I'm going to grab some food, uh, go down to the hotel restaurant. Curtis Granderson sitting like two seats away from me, right? Uh, so I go up, tap him on the shoulder, ask for a picture. Really, really nice guy. He takes a picture. At this point, I'm like, I'm over the moon. I had never, I hadn't even had my internship with the Mariners yet. I'd never dealt with a professional athlete before. I was so excited. I run up to my room because, of course, I knew we were going to be there. I had no idea we were staying at the same hotel as the Detroit Tigers. But I knew we were going to be there um, in the same city, at least. So I brought the one and only jersey that I had which shows just how long I've been a fan of this team because the one and only Tigers jersey that I had at the time was Bobby Higginson. Wow, okay. Who ended up not being terribly well-liked by his teammates at the end. And he was not on that 2006 team. Um, but I still wore it as a badge of honor because it showed that I was a huge fan even when they were 43 and 119 just a few seasons earlier. Um, so I run up, I grab my Higginson jersey, I run back down, and I'm sitting at the hotel bar. And I feel a hand on my shoulder. I turn around and I look, and uh, it's Maglio Rodonias. And he goes, and I'm going to, as the earmuffs, what the fuck are you doing wearing that jersey? <laughs> I turn around, I was like, Mr. Mr. Rodonias, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a big fan. I just, this is how long I've been a fan. He goes, take that shit off right now. And I said, I, this is, as I'm a huge fan, oh I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And 
And who comes up behind him but Carlos Guillen <gasps> laughing, laughing so hard. He'd had a couple Pepsis or sure. maybe some OGs or something. I don't know, but <laughs> um, laughing hysterically. And I end up taking the jersey off. They offered me tickets if they could take the jersey and burn it. True story. Wow. I declined that because I couldn't go to the game. The World Series. They, they offered you World they Series did. tickets. They did. Their clubhouse, For the jersey. Their clubhouse manager did. Yeah. Um, but I declined one because the jersey did have a certain amount of sentimental value because it was my first ever Tigers jersey and my brother had gotten it for me. Yes. Um, but also I couldn't go to the games because I was there for a convention and right. I, I could not skip out and go to the games. I was the editor in chief of the daily. Quit the job. I had no choice. <laughs> oh, serious. <laughs> and, um, so we sit and man. We we had fun that night and we're laughing. Kenny Rogers refused any pictures, but he was sitting there at the, the bar. There, there, was, there was no substance on his hand that night, by the way. Um, Kenny Rogers <laughs> roasters. Yeah, no, that's, that's not the different Kenny Rogers. Great side Don't acknowledge. So you going. sat Great and got side. drunk. I mean, excuse me, earmuffs, Ozzy. You <laughs> sat and drank with the Detroit Tigers well, in the hotel bar. Yeah, with Guillen, with Ordonez, and, and Kenny Rogers was there, but wouldn't allow any pictures to be taken. And then... Carlos Guillen went promptly went like 0 for 5 with four strikeouts the next day. Tigers lost three straight. And this might be your fault. Oh my god. Literally and might Granderson be your fault. Fell down in center field, but he wasn't even drinking. Might be your fault. <laughs> that's not, amazing that's story. That's actually uh, that's, that's a great amazing. Story. So that was that was fun and then And you do do you still have the pictures from that? Oh yeah, they're on, they're actually that's on, unbelievable. I, I've got the pictures for that and you'll notice I'm not in my jersey. Because you took it off. <laughs> Top pictures. Um, and then a runner-up, really quick, runner-up story that I really liked. Flying home. This was like eight or nine, uh, like probably six or seven years ago. I used to travel a lot for my old job so I could get upgrades, and I got upgraded to first class to fly back to Chicago. Long story short, Alice Cooper's sitting right behind me oh on the plane. Gosh. And the best part about it, so I moved out here from a suburb in Chicago, northwest, the name of the suburbs, Algonquin. That's where I lived with my friends right before I moved out to Phoenix. And I don't know, I'm dating myself here, but any Wayne's World fans out there, he was playing a show. Uh, Alice Cooper was playing a show in Milwaukee. That's why he was flying back to Chicago. And um, we got to talking, and, and he started telling me that he was playing a show in Milwaukee. And I looked at him, I go, Milwaukee? Quoting him in Wayne's World. <laughs> and he just took it and Come on. ran with it. And we're sitting there quoting Wayne's World. Come on. And it was Absolutely. With Alice incredible. Cooper. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> on a plane. Oh it was random. Gosh. Unbelievable. So that's my runner up story. Um, I, I don't mean to take a ton of time, but no, that was, that was fun. Awesome. That's unreal because in both of these instances, you get the opportunity to do what you did because you are you, meaning yeah. you are well, positive and happy and approachable yeah. and nice. And, and what you said to start the show carried over to both of those and cost the Tigers the World Series. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> We're going to clip that the curse. in particular so and, that when All City goes to Detroit, when we, when we launch we'll use that. DR, I don't know. I yeah, DTRT, I guess yeah. it would be. Detroit. Bad. We'll put it up. That'll yeah. be the first piece of content. Wow, that's really cool. Patrick Brown cost the that's Detroit cool, Tigers the World Series. Because when Logan Cooley was throwing <laughs> out the first pitch a couple Seriously, weeks ago. Yeah. You had some impact, by the way, on the next day. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. You had some there impact. There were three more games, though. <laughs> no, the people that sit at home, if I wish really hard, maybe they'll win. No, you have no impact. You had impact. Hey, yeah. <laughs> well, what can I say? It was a bad baseball look. Did you affect Logan Cooley? Well, not Logan Cooley. He he did a great job, but I decided to stay for one more Corbin Carroll 
that back because oh. I wanted to oh, see that him. He and shoulder. then he hurt himself. I was like, I'm going to see myself out, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, thank God he was okay. So if obviously. you see Patrick at a D-backs game, <laughs> bet against the D-backs. D-backs yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, Patrick. Well, our last segment that we do every single Friday is Weekend Binge, where we share what we're binge watching, um, what we plan to watch this weekend. Um, so... What are you binging if you have time with your busy family life? So you, you caught us in between. We just started a new show. So we just finished The Bear. Love. Yes. Uh, Welcome love. to The Bear Podcast. Yeah, that's a, a PHNX favorite. PHNX favorite. The yeah. Bear is a lot of fun to watch with Meredith, too. because yes, of she's, she's, a she's a chef. She's a chef. So, wow. Um, she, she likes the show, but she's also not afraid to call it out when, when they're, they're being completely ridiculous with stuff that never happens. So that's kind of funny. But The Bear, unbelievably well written. Um, absolutely love, I still call him Lip from yep. Shameless. Carmi. <laughs> you know, um, Carmi, yes. And so that's, and we also just finished, I know we're late to the party, but we just finished Ted Lasso literally like three Amazing. days ago. Just saw the series finale. One you of my, could be Ted Lasso. You, you and Ted have similar like vibes. vibes. Yeah. yeah. One the of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite, let's say series finales in any show ever. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, and yesterday we just started Severance. Oh, oh my god! Oh, we you are hitting severance. all the right notes. One here. episode in the severance, and I'm in. I'm hooked. Wait, it's, it's, it's so it's good. Just the wait. Anxiety wait riddled the shows. But the anxiety in that show? Oh, it's so good. Oh, oh it's that so last good. episode, and then I won't give any of the thing away. The butler did it, but <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Mustard in yeah. the conservatory. So, but that, that last episode, <laughs> wait for season the two hair of that show, stood like, up on my arms. That last episode of Severance. It is some of the best, most creative, thought-provoking television I've ever seen. So we that, just started oh, that yesterday, phenomenal. and I think our Apple TV. So we make the rounds. We get free, like, like Netflix or Hulu or whatever. We'll get like the, go with the free trials, and we got an Apple TV free trial for some reason, and it's over in like three weeks. Better so hurry. We got work to Crush do. It. Yeah, we got work to do. Oh man, Liam, about five episodes into Silo now. So oh yes, and Silo's also Apple TV. If you get I'll time. be watching. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, and also dystopian. I need that. Two mm-hmm. episodes left in Peaky Blinders season six, which is the final season. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna conclude this entire series with a movie that that was the plan all along and you were you were telling me that it jumped the shark i actually liked seasons four and five season six eh. once you got the the big house and that i was done well part of the problem is like paul was one of the best characters on the show and she's gone Gone. sadly in real life the actress died before season six could be filmed taking her out of the mix has really impacted the show and then Arthur's a mess. He's like, uh, he's an addict. And sorry, am I giving too much away here? I don't think I but care. It, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> if it's I fall, watch it, it, I won't understand what you're saying. It's weakening a bit. Yeah. I, but I'm, I'm curious. I got my pleasure and joy out of it. I'm, 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 I'm curious. Love. Yeah, I'm going to go back to what I went to last week. I'm going to quarterback. And if you're a sports fan and you want behind the scenes of, of sports, whether you're a football fan or not, quarterback on Netflix is absolutely amazing. I've never seen and and I'm more talking HBO um the where they do the training camp thing, where knocks. they do hard knocks yeah. 24 there has never been a sports show this inside. And that when I'm talking about quarterbacks calling plays, you never get to see that. Like cuz they're giving away their schemes and their inside secrets. Absolutely fear sports fan. It's a can't miss show. Quarterback on Netflix. Okay. I've heard good things. It's great. Love Island UK. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I still am watching. Um, so I actually just watched something, and it's not new. It came out about a year ago, and it's on YouTube. So there's this YouTube channel called Defunct Land, and they just do like video essays on like theme parks. And huh. this got sent to me by Shane. It was it's like the history of fast passes at Disney re- resorts mm. or Disney parks. Mm. 
It's an hour and 42 angry. minutes. I get angry. Is it about standing in lines? <laughs> it's about lines. It's about classes society, Petey. It is. It, this documentary has 17 million views on YouTube. Wow. Defunct Land, The History of Fast Passes. Watch it. It took me three days because I did it like in chunks. I never knew something about li- like the way this was done was so good. And you, I learned so much. And now I'm like so addicted to this channel. Out There's so much more I want to watch. Wow. So cool. Go watch that. That's so- my like really off the wall suggestion. Aaron, I'm glad you know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, that's anybody going to see Barbie or Oppenheimer this weekend? I might see Barbie, but I'm going to Pine Top this weekend. So I'm seeing both. Are you really? Mm-hmm. You're when they come out on streaming, and I'll take a week to watch them. No, you are literally no. going to do the meme then. So you separate days. You take pictures. And separate days. We're no. not going from one theater to the other. <laughs> no. Oh man, I can uh, I can out myself with a guilty pleasure too. Since I drive a minivan, I'll throw myself under the proverbial minivan below deck. Oh, I've below deck. Listen, I'm a I'm a reality person. You don't have to prove yourself to me. I, I mean, I love reality TV. So. I don't know what it is about yeah. that show and people working on a yacht. It's basically like the real world on a yacht. Right? <laughs> it is basically, but it's the real world. The people working on the yacht. Um, and I don't know what it is about that show, and I'm slightly ashamed to admit it. But at the same time, we've all got to be. You just got to be comfortable with it. And so that's uh, that's a good bingeable show. Previous seasons of Below Deck. Highly recommend. Yes. Just kick Blake's back in the head. Sorry. Yes. All right. Well, this is Patrick's first time in the studio. Gave him the full tour and all of our set decor, a a lot of it provided by our friends at FOCO, the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise um, with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. They have your back for Arizona sports. So get the best gear around by visiting FOCO.com. That's F-O-C-O.com and using code PHNX. And for all non-presale items, use code PHNX for 10% off. Also, become a diehard today. It's a great time to become a diehard because we are here giving you five days a week of hockey content all throughout the offseason. Craig has diehard only pieces weekly and the mailbag is coming. Yeah, there'll be a call for questions today. So if you want to read that, you got to be a diehard. And down the road, just so people know, we might have some PD diehard content yes. coming. Some new PD. That might be a little Good. teaser because yeah. it might be sooner than you think. Yep. Um, so become a diehard today. Join our family. Huh. Join the diehard discord. Huh. Um, great conversations in there daily. You also get 20% off merchandise, 20% off events as well. Um, and check out phnxlocker.com to grab all of your Arizona sports gear. We always have a ton of great events going on as well. So you can check out the events calendar. Go phnx.com slash events. The Women's World Cup watch party tonight. We got a D-backs takeover on Tuesday, the 25th. Um, and we have our last Knockout Nights Cornhole Tournament coming up August 4th as well at the Bet MGM Sportsbook. So tons of great stuff on the docket at PHNX. Um, before we wrap up, I know we've been going long, but I do want to just make sure we read some of the dad jokes from the chat. Jacob, if we can yes. go back to that tab and we'll run through. Um, Dan, what do you call a French man wearing sandals? Philippe Philippe. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. Um, Tim, what musical genre are national anthems? Country. Solid. Love it. Another one from Tim. Of all the inventions of the last 100 years, the dry erase board has to be the most remarkable. That's really good. Good one. Yeah, that's uh, good. <laughs> Nicholas, my neighbor gave me a new roof for free. He said it was on the house. Yeah, nice. Great. Charles, everyone knows where the Big Apple is, but not many know where the Minneapolis. <laughs> 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 
All right, Tim, a more furniture ad wow. and dad joke. Wow. Tim, man, people. Oh. I've had a long history with my furniture. Me and my recliner go way back. Good one. Don't hate. Awesome. Uh, Caleb, April showers bring May flowers. What do May flowers bring? Pilgrims. I like it. Joel, I didn't sleep well last night. Thank the maker that I had coffee. Huh? I don't know if I got that one. I missed that. Okay, Joel, feel free to elaborate. Michael, a horse walks into a bar. The bartender says, why the long face? Oh. I've heard that one before. Charles, what's the difference between black eyed peas and chickpeas? Black eyed peas can sing a song. Chickpeas can hummus one. <laughs> That's solid. That's a good one, Did Charles. you hear about the chameleon that couldn't change color? He had a reptile dysfunction. Oh, that's good. My goodness. Oh, you know, I don't know much about Ooh. Switzerland, but their flag's a big plus. <laughs> Anyone? Is this Anyone? the end of the show yet? <laughs> I just checked out a book no. on anti-gravity at the library. Haven't been able to put it down. <laughs> uh, Anyone else? Anyone else before we wrap no, up here? I, I'll get I'll do <laughs> we gotta something. We've got to give DJ a what, shout what's out. What's an though? astronaut's favorite oh, yeah. key on a keyboard? A space bar. Oh, my Lord. Unreal, Patrick. Um, by the way, we didn't have a Circle K read today, but Patrick literally oh, walked right. in. Like oh. Of all the days, not I that know. one. He walked in with a pole. I said, Patrick, is that a polar pop? Like, he came prepared, you Patrick. Right. he likes about polar pops? They don't sweat. They don't sweat. Oh, yeah, that's the right. cups don't sweat. I imagine these are horrible for the environment. I ordered a chicken and... <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, You're great. <laughs> I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. Let me know. I'll let you know. <laughs> wow. He was prepared. What did the grapes um, say when I stood on it? Nothing. He just gave out a little wine. What did the green grape say to the purple grape? I don't know. Breathe, damn you. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with this. Did you hear what happened when the blue ship and the red ship collided? Purple no. ship? Something? All the sailors were maroon. Oh. I, I tried. <laughs> did you hear about the restaurant they opened up on the moon? Yes, I have actually. Uh, it's good food, but uh, no atmosphere. That's it. That's, <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. <laughs> okay. All right. It's to wrap to up, I'm going to throw it to Craig for a final message. Well, Petey knows DJ too, though. Yes. I, I think you've already, uh, you, you can chime in a little bit and I'll do the read here. No, I just want to talk about someone that works in, is, works in our building. DJ works in the security in the front door here at the... the Keeps us all safe. Yeah, at, at our, our building here in downtown Phoenix. She's a wonderful human being and she's super nice to us every time we come in remembers us all by name she's wonderful and she's she's got a, a charity that she supports and we just want to help her she she um, volunteers her time with some of the homeless teens in uh, in the phoenix metro area and they're desperately in need of clothing and towels so they're doing a clothing drive for the homeless teenagers in in the city of phoenix and craig do you have some more information yeah fire is stands for fostering independence independent relationships experiences it's, it's mentoring right so they're running the clothing drive as you mentioned you've already brought some bags in i'm bringing it, some in on monday um you can drop them off at a downtown ymca it's geared toward helping young adults who have experienced homelessness um really geared toward men too right i yeah. believe yeah so obviously we're both bringing in um, but you can contact fire mentoring at gmail.com to chat with them about donating we have one instagram uh handle there another is fire mentoring at fire mentoring so if you want to get involved and and help a, a good friend yeah. of phnx uh, and just google fire mentoring yeah. and if you need more information and just just help out because this it's hot and it's sad it's and it's scary yeah. when you when you don't have those opportunities yeah. so 
and it's just if you're going through your closet and your drawers this weekend or you know yep. doing a switch yeah, over yeah, two bags. Put a ba- yeah put a bag aside and you know give it to a good cause so shout out we appreciate dj for the work that she does yeah. here and to support the community and you know we're this has been a yeah a, a week full of a community and on this show yeah. in mm-hmm. particular the coyotes community because patrick it's been so great getting to know you over <laughs> these last um two years as well or a lot has it just been a year? Oh my gosh! Feels like forever. It does feel like we were talking about what was it? Uh, Winston Churchill's. Yeah, and that that was a year. ago. Was only a year ago. Feels it feels like, like that could have been five years ago. Crazy. Um, and I mean, certainly we saw each other around before. I even worked for the Coyotes when I was with the hockey writers. But uh, appreciate you guys having me on. You've got, you know, our fans are amazing. I know it goes without saying. Your diehards are amazing. It's people come up to me at mullet and I don't understand why they want to come up to me. I still don't, but it's amazing. It's an amazing community. Uh, we've the team, you know, we feel the same way and just, you know, lucky to have all the support that we have. So thanks for having me on too, guys. It was it's awesome. Thanks, a lot Patrick. of fun. This was is a lot awesome. of fun. Sorry. I, sorry, Jacob. I know I took you. <laughs> Jacob's the dad too, so (laughs) he's in on the dad jokes. Oh man, well this has been great. Thank you again, Patrick. And thank you to the chat for chiming in with your comments as always. Be sure to give this video a like um, while you're here on YouTube and if you listening on audio you can leave us a review there as well you can follow each of us on twitter at s peters hockey at leah merrill you can follow patrick at p brown hockey you can follow craig at craig is morgan you follow jacob at jacob underscore franklin four follow the show at phnx underscore coyotes and uh we will see everybody next week monday through friday live at 11 a.m until then though enjoy the rest of your weekend stay cool and we will see everyone on monday The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.